This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. We thank you because we are yours. Irrespective, we are yours. That is our confidence. That is our assurance. That is our reassurance. In the mighty name of Jesus. As we go into your world, Daddy, I fall into your hands. Catch me, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Short as it may be, oh Lord, breathe upon it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us sit down majestically in God's awesome presence. You can greet your neighbor again. Merry Christmas. We are still... I hope you are following the instruction not to hold back and hit well. Because very shortly, we don't know how many days of fasting that we'll be going into. And that quickly reminded me of Elijah when he said, Eat. Because the journey ahead is long. This morning, we will just quickly look at um, something in the Bible, uh, a a topic. I struggled with this one uh, because the moment I knew that I'll be sharing, the word that the Lord immediately dropped into my mind was change. And I was struggling with the fact that how do I reconcile change with our month of praise. But as the days went on, the Lord sort of opened up how he wants it to be joined. And the Sunday after that, pastor was standing here preaching, and um, the Lord also spoke through, through him to me on where he wants us to, direction he wants us to go today. And I have a question for all of us this morning. Um, is change good or bad? Change. Is it good or bad? Ah. <laughs> so, would you say change is good? Or would you say it's bad? Or would you say it's, it depends? Let me see your hands up. It depends. It depends on what? Okay. So when I asked myself that question, I was like, is change good or bad? And quickly, the answer that I got was, it depends. It depends on what kind of change we are talking about. And it depends on the status quo. Where am I now? And what is that new thing? And that would give the answer. And my mind quickly went to our our God. That he is the unchangeable changer. He changes situations, he changes circumstances, but he himself remains unchanged. He likes change. He likes change. He likes, that's why he's a God of new beginning. He does not like stillness. He does not want us to diminish, like we were told last week. He likes changes. He wants newness in our lives. He does not want us to be stagnant. 
And the whole story and the everything about creation was about change. Because there was a status quo before the Lord came and, and he, he, he created everything. After all, he said, they are good. Now, sin came into the world and changed the status quo. We can say that's not a good change. But God in his perfect plan, as we're celebrating this uh, weekend and this period, sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Another change. Another change. He started his ministry. Another change. He went on the cross. Another change. And this morning as I was reading the open heavens, I saw another, the good news of change that comes through God's word. And so we look at praise, the change facilitator. Praise, the change facilitator. As some of you have, you, you've already answered, it depends on the kind of change that we are talking about. I'll be very quick. Today is not a day of too much words. From January to now, we've had so much. So much. So today is going to be short, quick, and sharp. And I believe that the Lord has a word for someone from there in the name of Jesus. He has already given me a word already, so he's going to give somebody else a word in the name of Jesus. We're going to look at the word. We're going to also pray. So today is about doing. We're going to praise. We're going to pray. Today is about doing and less of talking. So it depends on what change we are looking at. Change can be forward movement. It can be forward or upward. So that is the one that most people will identify with. That that is the kind of change that I want. And quickly, some characters came into my mind in the Bible. Joseph experienced that type of change. He became a prime minister even in a foreign land. David. David experienced that kind of a change. Forward change. Upward change. Esther, Esther, Mordecai, just to mention a few. Then backwards change. It can be backwards, it can be downwards, and the same port. Saul experienced that. He was the king, but the Lord left him. The family of Eli was rejected after some time. You will not be rejected in the name of Jesus. Whatever the Lord has committed into your hand, your ministry, you shall not be rejected in the name of Jesus. What don't don't mean is that if the Lord has not changed you, you can't be changed. You can't be changed. And quickly, just again, Samson, Haman, all these kind of people experienced a change that is not palatable. And it dawned on me also that stagnation itself, is stagnation a change? It's very debatable. Is stagnation a change? Well, because what determines your circumstance? Well, in, in, in a particular part of the world, they say, where you have blind people, somebody that has one eyeball, is the king there. So, sometimes, 
the circumstance around you can imply a change of your, circum- of your situation. When people say there's a casting down and you say there's a lifting up, or when everybody around you is going down and at least you are maintaining status quo of, the, of a positive position, well, that's a change because you are now in a better place Although you have not moved than most people, the Lord has kept you rooted. The Lord has saved you from what backward experiences some other people are experiencing. I know it's deportable. It's very deportable. It's, uh, it's something that uh, we can talk and argue. We have two, two, two sides to it. When the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, it was a change for them. But the Egyptians, their lives changed. Their life, they were not the ones living to go to worship or to, to, to the wilderness. But because they left Egypt, that is, nobody to do labor for them anymore, a lot of things in their lives changed. So, it's a discussion for another day. Stagnation is also a type of change implied depending on the circumstance where you found yourself. But change must be right. Change must be right. I will try and move quickly. Change must be right. The timing of change must be right. Ecclesiastes 3.11 God has made everything beautiful in his time. The magnitude of change and the level of change must be right. The capacity to undo change must be right. And we must prepare for change. These ingredients must be in place for change to be positive. It determines the type of change that we will experience. The position of praise. I've said earlier that praise is a change facilitator. We all know this part of the Bible that says Psalm 104, Psalm 100, verse 4. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving and enter his court with praise. I, I, I thought about this deeply. I was like, I will enter his gate with thanksgiving. So I, I visualized in my mind that a very lovely building will have a gate. Before you get to the entrance of the house. So does that mean that my thanksgiving will give me access to the gate of the house? And my praise will give me access to the court. If the owner of the house has got some measure of gold, where do you think he's going to keep it? At the gate or in the court? In the court. So that is the position of praise. A lot of people have entered the gate and yet because they have not praised, they have not entered the court. You will enter the court in the name of Jesus. You will enter the court in the name of Jesus. Let us read from Acts 16. 
Acts 16 is a popular part of the Bible that we all know, like I said, it's going to be fast. So far, God is in the change. It's a good change. When Moses was saying, he said, Lord, I'm not leaving this place unless your presence go with me. Acts 16, we start from 25. Remember the story of Paul and Silas? The Bible recalls that they prayed. They prayed. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. 26, suddenly. Somebody says suddenly. As you praise the Lord today, suddenly there will be a earthquake. In the mighty name of Jesus. So that the foundations of the prison were shaking. And immediately, somebody say immediately. All the doors were opened and everyone's chain. What happened to them? Some of them, all, everyone's chains, all the chains were loosed. All the chains were loosed. The Bible records that they prayed, but they topped it up with what? With praise. And that was what facilitated the immediately. That was what facilitated the sudden change of the circumstance, not only of Paul and Silas, but all the prisoners, I will praise the Lord. Somebody tell your neighbor, I will praise the Lord. The wall of Jericho, how did it come down? How did it come down? Joshua 6, verse 1 to 21, because of our time, we'll not read it. But we all know the story. They shouted, and that was praise. And the Bible recalls that the walls came down flat. Not part of it. Every part of the wall came down. The power in praise. The position of praise. What about the story in Second Chronicles of that king, King Jehoshaphat? Let's read that part. Second Chronicles, please, 20. We just pick the relevant part of that of that of that story so that we can save time and praise God and pray. So let's first of all go to verse one. I'll just read verse one, then verse three to four. Then I will quickly verse one, please. Second Chronicles twenty one, twenty verse one. Okay. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Amorites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. That's one. Verse three, thank you. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. I want to believe that's praying. We look at to, to seek the face of the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all, all Judah. Verse 4, so Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from all the cities of Judah that came to seek the Lord. 14, 14 to 17, quickly. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, 
the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of, my, don't mind my pronunciation, the son of somebody in the Bible. The son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Ashaph, in the midst of the assembly. Son, the, the lineage of that person. And he said, listen, all of Judah and, and you, inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be what? Do not be afraid, nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. At this point, that battle was won. The Lord has given them victory, but for them to lay hold of that victory. At this point, I believe that just like in Psalm 100, they are already at the gate of victory. At that point, the Lord has given them victory. The gate, they, they were already at the gate of victory. But they need to enter the court of victory. And what did they do next? Then, sorry, let's go back to 14. Tomorrow, go down against them. Tomorrow, 14. 14, please. Tomorrow, then, no, 15, sorry, thank you. Tomorrow, 15. 16, okay, thank you. So, tomorrow, go down against them, then they will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. Now, I was talking about timing of change. When they saw the face of the Lord, the Lord said, do not be afraid. This war is not yours. The Lord has given them victory at that point, but the timing of that, possessing that victory was when? Tomorrow. The timing of that change. If they went in the morning, or after they heard that, I believe strongly they wouldn't have possessed the victory. They wouldn't have touched the victory. You will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Let's go to 17. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem? Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go against them, for the Lord is with you. 21, please. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who will do what? Who will praise to the Lord. Who will sing. And who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercies endures forever. And 22, now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes. Who set ambushes? The Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Montseer who had come against Judah. And they were what? Defeated. And they were defeated. Prayer opens the door. It brings about opportunities. It orchestrates changes. It arranges things around. It brings about possibilities. It brings about the ideas, business idea. Thanksgiving. It makes you assess the door. It brings you into that place. It, it, it makes you meet that person, the very person that you need to talk to. But praise, praise, you step into it. You possess it. Remember, was it two or three Sundays ago when our mommy the Lord was talking? He said, praise repositions, it refocuses. It's possible you are where you should get the miracle or where you should get the deliverance or the breakthrough, but you are facing somewhere else. But when you praise, because you are looking at the problem, you are looking at the circumstance, but when you praise, it refocuses your attention to who? To God. And then you can enter that court 
and, and possess it. I'm about rounding up. Then we'll take some minutes to praise God. Then our daddy and the Lord will lead us in prayer. When do we have to praise? All the time? All the time. Psalm 31, 34 verse 1 says that, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually, every time, in the morning time, in afternoon time, in the evening time, shall continually, continuously be where? In my mouth. When you are expecting change, what should you do? You praise God. You are hopeful. You praise God in hope. You praise God as expectant. You praise God. When you are now, when the change has come, what do you do? You praise God still. You can praise God in thanks. You can give a thanksgiving praise to the Lord. And when there is no change at all, that was the one pastor referred to last week as sacrificial. You can sacrificially praise God. You can sacrificially praise God. You can sacrificially praise God. How do we praise God? How do you, how do you praise God? It's such a very open question. How do we praise God? How do we praise God? How do we praise God? With all our hearts. We must praise God deeply. Praise God deeply. That means we need to praise God with intent and meaningfully. With intent and meaningfully. With intent and meaningfully. Very shortly, we'll praise God. Remind yourself that I need to praise God deeply. It is possible for you to praise God and not shout. Is that possible? You can praise God. Praise God. And it means a lot to heaven. Because it's coming from the depth of your heart. It's coming from deep down in your belly. You can praise God very meaningfully. Of course, the one that we are most used to. You can praise God exuberantly. Express expressively. You can praise God that way. Whether you want to praise God deeply or you want to praise God and somersault. Praise him anyhow. Just praise him. Today is the 30th. How many of you believe or you join me to believe that it is not yet over? It is not yet over. Because tomorrow is what? And we still have hours. Hours. And the Lord God, the creator of time, who can stop the time for the children, for the children to win the war, can stop time. I, I had a testimony some time ago, and the, the person told me that the guy was to sign or do something for him, was on his way to board a plane. But the Lord held him. The Lord held him and the guy literally waited for his call. He was able to get his victory only because the guy took his call. If he stepped on that, on that plane, he would have switched off his phone and there was nobody to talk to. 
The Lord can hold everything between now and tomorrow. That this miracle, this breakthrough must come, must touch your hand before tomorrow. Such that when they are lining up for, uh, for, for testimony tomorrow at the crossover night, you will be there. And you'll be wondering to yourself, yesterday at service, before I came to service, I never knew that this was going to happen to me. That would be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Please join me to praise the Lord. Let us stand up. Let's praise the Lord for a few minutes. Then would, would um, I told you it's going to be short. As we what a very beautiful way to finish the, 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 the last Sunday of the year. We are going to praise God and we are going to pray. Change must come. We are going to praise God and we are going to pray. I just lead us in quality praise for the next couple of minutes, five minutes there about I think we have three and a half minutes or more before when you praise God you, you set your eyes upon the hills where your help come from help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and the earth. Your praise does not magnify God, does not change the size of God. Your praise does not change the size of God. What it does is it shrinks that problem and you begin to see how big God is in that circumstance. That revelation was shared with us several years ago by Pastor Sharp, one of the middle services. That you may think you magnify your praise or whatever has not changed the side. God is who he is. But in your own circumstance, that praise brings that, pro- whatever it is, brings that situation on the rack. Please, sir, let's, let's go. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise in the house. He's worthy of all our praises. As you praise he deserves God. much more.
is worthy to be praised and adored. Thank you, Father. We give you honor and glory. What a word. Praise the change facilitator. Before we go to the prayer, I think it's right to pray for this, our brother, whom the Lord used to bring the word unto us. Your prayer for him will be in two dimensions if he wants to step forward. Number one, that he will experience positive change in his life. It's also instructive that uh, he'll be resuming work in other parts of the world in two days' time. He'll be going to the Middle East to start work there, even though the family will be here. I think the message for you today, I think when I felt nudged by the Lord to ask you to share briefly, is so that wherever you are, you, rem you remember who you are. Number one, you are a preacher of the Word of God. You don't need a pulpit. So I want you to stretch your hand and pray that God will help him. God who has been with him since he's been here, as he travels out of this place, his family will still be here for some time, that the presence of the Lord will go with him. The best parting gift we can give him is to remind him who he is. The difficult situation may be over there. There may be no obvious opportunity. But remember that what God has called you to do in life is to be a sharer of his word amongst many other things. Lift your voices and pray for him. Pray that he will always experience positive change in his life. He will not diminish from strength to strength he will go. The Lord will build a hedge of fire around you and protection. You will not fail, you will not stumble. And it shall always be well with you. Let's pray for his family, that God will continue to keep and preserve them, even though the head may be away for a little while, that God will sustain them, will keep them. He will only send good report to us, and we shall only send good report to him. Thank you, eternal Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Lord, we lift up your son to you. We ask that we open the heavens over him. May he always experience change and positive change in his life. Uphold him with your right hand of righteousness. And I pray that, Lord, when we hear from him, we shall hear good report. And when he hears from us, he will hear good report. Bless him, bless all that are his. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Come and put your hands together. God bless you. God bless you. All right. So we just take a few prayer points. There's a change in the air. What is that change? 2018 to 2019, is it not a change? Change is inevitable. You can only influence it one way or another. You agree with me? Uh, change is inevitable. For instance, everyone in this room, you are getting old. 
You don't want to accept that. You will go old. It may not show on your face though. You like that one. So I want us to pray a few prayers, especially as we are transferring to a new year. And the first one we will pray, please put it on the screen for us. We just use some slides to pray. Um, he said, I, even I am, and he who blots out your transgression. There are some things in your fire that must not go to next year. You agree with me? Whether you like it or not, they are on your fire. But today, God can wipe them out. And it depends on how desperate you are. You might pay, pray it like a desicale as if it does not matter. But the wise will pray with all their hearts. God has an accuser somewhere. He will accuse, but it will not matter. Because he has said, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgression for my own sake. And I will not remember your sins. Sins might be sins, might be mistakes. Some of you have made mistakes at work. It's not shown yet. But God will blot it out. Some of you have made error of judgment already, but God will blot it out. So for the next few minutes or so, we pray this together and say, Father, according to your word, please blot out all my sins of this year, 2018. And all the previous years, for your name's sake, every accusation against me is hereby nullified in the name of Jesus. I shall have no carryover. I shall have no carryover of sin, error, and iniquity in the name of Jesus. Every ancestral sin. And every trait of family weakness and failing shall be buried, shall be buried, shall be buried with this old year in the name of Jesus. Are you praying? Is this touching your heart? I feel like just taking this prayer point, going away when I pray for myself. But you want to pray it? I am loosed. From the grip of generational sin, in the name of Jesus, sin and his power shall not dominate me. From now on, from now on, I shall live the life of Christ who dwells in me, and my life shall be a praise to my God, in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voices. Those prayer points are there. Pray them energetically. There may be a line that resonates with you. There may be a line that is your own there. It might be ancestral sin and trait of family weakness and failing. It shall be buried with this year. It will not go into the next year with you. We are a praying church. He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. This is a house of prayer. Let no one deceive you. Let no one play with the Father. God answers when we call. Father, blot out all my sins of this year and the previous one. Every error, every mistake, and every accusation against me shall be nullified in the name of Jesus. 
you will have no carryover. You will have no carryover of sin, of error, or of iniquity. In Tekashira Basondoriada, every ancestral sin and every trait of family weakness, the one that they say, that's the way the mother behaved. That was the undoing of the mother. The one that they say, that's the undoing of the father. The one that they said that the grandfather suffered the same thing. Today, it shall be nullified in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Somebody say, Blood of Jesus. Let that blood wash over every sin, transgression, and iniquity in the name of the Lord Jesus. The one that has been making you to twitch at night. The one that your ancestors have done and still comes back. Today, the blood of the Lamb of God shall wash over them in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I am free. Oh, shout as a believer, I am free. In the name of Jesus. I'm free, we are in Jesus' name. No one will charge you anymore. If they charge you, your plea is not guilty. Your plea is not not guilty. Your plea is the blood of Jesus. That's a special plea. When you go to court, you say, what do you plead? I plead the blood. That's my plea. Inside it, there's guilty, there's not guilty. It's a unique plea. And today, freedom shall be yours in Jesus' name. Let's put prayer number two there quickly. You are going forward? Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame, for you will forget the shame of your youth, and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. Say with me, I stand on the word of God. And I declare that I, Chris Bailey, uh, you are not repeating correctly after me. All right, we take it again. I stand on the word of God and I declare that I will not be ashamed. All past shame in my life shall be no more. In place of shame, I will have glory in place of reproach I will be celebrated in the name of Jesus do you want to take that one in first want to go one more time I stand on the word of God and I declare that I will not be ashamed or past shame in my life shall be no more in the name of Jesus come and lift up your voice and pray that first paragraph Pray that first paragraph. Pray it in. I beg of you. No more shame. No more shame. No more shame. No more shame. No more shame over my life. No more shame in my family. No more shame in the church. The church of Jesus. We shall march forward. Oh Lord, we have come to the house of prayer. We have come to the to the to the to the throne of grace where we can obtain mercy. Oh Lord, your mercy seat is where we are today. That's where I declare over my life, no more shame in my life, in my wife's life, 
in my children's life, in my siblings' life, in my brethren's life, in my parents' life. No more shame, no more shame, no more disgrace. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. You then say, the days of hiding are over. Some of us are hiding. We are hiding. But you will hide no more. You will be publicized. The days of hiding are over. And the days of coming out are here. In the name of Jesus, I declare in the name of the Lord that I am not forsaken or abandoned, but I am loved by the Father of glory. And that's very important. We're not just the Father, the Father of glory. Because if the Father of glory is your Father, glory must rest upon you. You are not abandoned. We are not forsaken. But we are loved by the Father God of glory. All who are rejoicing over my stumbling shall see me rise again. And they shall fear my God who has lifted me up. And the last one you say, and I just call it, my son, my son shall never set, shall never set. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voices and pray. That second paragraph, the days of hiding are over. And the days of coming out are here in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare in the name of, please pray, I beg of you. Ingama Shete Keriada is hearing, is hearing your declaration. The forces of hell and darkness are hearing. That's what I know. This is the last year which we ever hide your situation. This is the last year which we will be ashamed of your status. Never again. Wherever you are, you will not need to hide. You will stand boldly. You will take phone calls. And you will say without any fear that this is my situation. Because the Lord has lifted me. Your son shall never set. Thank you, eternal Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Your change is coming. Your change is here in the name of Jesus. Put the last slide there for us. For now, there may be one other. He said, my covenant was with him. And that was from our daily Bible reading, the one of life and peace. And I gave them to him, that is to you, that he might fear me. So he feared me and was reverent before my name. I declare. I declare, I don't let my own pitch affect your own. I declare that I am under God's covenant of life. Therefore, I shall not die. <laughs> I declare that I am under God's covenant of life. Therefore, I shall not die. Spiritually, I shall not die. Emotionally, I shall not die. Materially, I shall not die. But, but, I shall live. In the name of Jesus. 
Whatever is dead in my life, you will command it. Say, come alive. Whatever is dead in my life, come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Any good thing that is dead in my life, come alive. Now. Now. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices and call on the name of the Lord. We believe that the word of a person shall either make or break him. That's why we are using our own mouths to settle our own ministry, our life, and situations. Come on, speak to your own self right now. I declare that I am under God's covenant of life. I, Chris Bailey, I shall not die. Spiritually, emotionally, I shall be alive and sound. Materially, I will not die. Yes. But I shall live in the name of the Lord. Every good thing that is dead in my life, come back alive right now. Come on, come back alive right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Speak for yourself. You will feel and you will sense that life is replacing death right now. In Keba Shata Kariaga, Zebrekete Yelebo Mosuntoporia. Let's start this to a believer's meeting. Let there be liberty of the spirit in this place. Ekeporia, Reshenderika Tayaga. I resist every form of death in the life of this ones. You will not die. We shall not die. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. You shall live. We shall live. And we shall declare the glory of the Lord. He said, my covenant was with him, one of life and uh, peace. So he's going to declare. He didn't say will be. He said it's with you. The covenant is already with you. And so that's why you have declared the covenant of life. You will now declare the covenant of peace. May you not be alive and not be in peace. Because it's not everyone that is alive. Some are just alive and they are wishing they are known. That's why it's not just a covenant of life, but a covenant of peace as well. Go to stand on that. I say, I declare in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus. Your declaration precedes your declaration. I declare in the name of Jesus that I am under God's covenant of peace. Therefore, all stormy waters in my life be still, be still, be still. Now, in the name of Jesus, lift your voices and let's take it in bits and pieces. I declare in the name of Jesus that I am under God's covenant of peace. You should not live your life in stormy waters. You should not live your life up and down. You should not live your water, your life as if uh, you are just the wave of the sea being tossed or and fro. Every stormy water be still in the name of Jesus. 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. I am an agent of peace. Who are you? Who are you? Put your hands on your own head. And declare, I am an agent of peace. I am an agent of peace. Therefore, from now on, let no one trouble me. Let no one trouble me. Let no situation trouble me. Let no demons trouble me. Through me, the message of peace shall be published. And many shall bow to the Prince of Peace. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Those hands over your head is the cover that anyone that sees you, contrary to the way they saw Cain and persecuted him, they will see you and they will honor you. They will see you and they will resist from resisting you. That is a sign that there is a mark over you. A mark of touch not. Touch not. Touch not. That mark was upon Israel. He said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets. No, uh, Psalm 105 verse 15. That same auction shall rest upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Peace over us. Peace, peace, peace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. You can take off your hand. That job is done now. Concluding sentence there. You will declare, I declare in the name of Jesus that in peace I will end this year. 2018. Let there be no error. This is not 2017, 2018. Because when the records have been written in the heavenly places, they will know you are ending this year in peace in the name of Jesus. I will end this year 2018 in peace. And in peace, I will enter into. And in peace, I will live in 2019. And the rest of my life in the name of Jesus. Declare that over your own life in your own way. You better declare it. You better declare it. By your help, my God, I will end this year in peace. Oh, 24 hours is a long time. 24, possibly 12 noon, there about now. Going to 36 hours is a long time. But Lord, it's a short time for you to make sure that my peace is established. I will end this year in peace, enter the next one in peace, and leave it in peace, and the rest of my life, no more running to and fro, no more running helter-skelter, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. Hallelujah. 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 Do you sense that something has changed and is changing? So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give me two more minutes. Put the slide of last week up. It's a prayer you must never stop praying. 
we must go forward. Just put this slide of last week, just one of them. Which one is that one? Is that da, 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 da. Put the second one, I think. Which one is in the... Is that the first one? Is the second one? Is the one we need? Yes, is the one. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please pray this, if possible, for about seven days. And you just begin to see, I don't think these prayers are ordinary prayers. Uh, I believe it's God's mercy that's given them to us. So, you want us to do it together once again? I declare the name of Jesus. I shall not decrease. I shall not diminish. I shall not decay. And my life shall not be deformed. But I shall multiply. I shall increase. And I shall flourish. Therefore, there shall be no stopping or stalling to my progress. Spiritual progress, material progress, career progress. In the name of Jesus. As Jesus increases in all areas, so shall I increase. My growth shall defy all predictions. My increase and enlargement shall be unprecedented. These are my declarations and they are settled forever in the name of Jesus. If you believe you put your hand together for Jesus. We stand on your word. And we believe you with all our hearts, O God, that by the words of our mouth we shall be justified. Father, let all this declaration and pronouncement this afternoon, let them be permanently recorded in the accounts of our lives. And let there be clear-cut testimonies following. And we shall return the praise to you. Thank you, eternal Father. We give you honor and glory. In Jesus' marvelous name we are praying. Shout hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.